1: Break This guy's Break 80. In your life have you seen anything like that? Welcome to episode 21 of the Break 80 Podcast. Mike and Tim only tonight as Jeff is on vacation and it's patio season as I am in my backyard patio and Tim is on the road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota from some hotel patio. Timmy, how are we yep. doing?
0: Doing well over here at the uh, the clubhouse hotel, right off of the back of Sioux Falls Country Club. Um, you can hear—I'm not sure if you can hear—but I'm here with about seven thousand cicadas. I heard it's the year. <laughs> Every seven, uh, they show up about as often as my golf game.
1: Ah, we are—I'm in the backyard here in Minnetonka, so we're not sure what kind of nature sounds we're going to get, but uh, who knows? Or sirens—we could get sirens. Some of those <laughs> the hard I'm, streets of Minnetonka. Uh, the hard streets of Minnetonka, and I live right by a fire station, so hopefully nobody is involved in a fire tonight for the next hour or so. Uh, so the state of your games every seven years. Um, let's talk about your game because that we played North Oaks yesterday and that was wild.
0: Uh, it was rough. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was something. I'd rather talk about the positives first, but if you want to talk about the negatives, I shot a hot ninety oh. up there.
1: Let's back up a round earlier. You you were coming off a, a good one at Chaska Town, correct?
0: Yeah, coming off a seventy-five from the tips, just bombing the ball. Accidentally, flew it into a group that was about three hundred yards out. Went about three twenty-five off the tee into one of the par fives. The next one, three hundred into the wind, and then you know you show up. You don't you don't make a single birdie at Chaska Town. Two to seventy-five. You turn around and uh, you do your best at and. and at North Oaks and uh hole number two gets the best of you,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, I can, I can confirm that I rode in the car with Tim. We were playing a two-man game and a four-man game and, and skins. There's all kinds of shit going on, but uh Tim took a lot, a lot of penalty strokes. The OB stakes crept in pretty tight at, at old North Oaks Country Club.
0: You know what? I haven't been to church in a while. I, I just all of my prayers have held so firm for so many years because somehow I didn't lose any money. We might have won money off of my terrible ninety. One skin. <laughs> we didn't lose straight up. And uh and I think our team probably won on the four ball.
1: Yeah, we shot sixty-two. So that was good. Was, was there, I, there were... You shot sixty-two or most. <laughs> no, <of that. laughs> I, I shot seventy-one, but there were bumps <laughs> and, there were bumps involved and everything. But um we'll get back to our game in a second here. But here's the agenda for tonight. We're gonna BS about our golf game and some other stuff coming up here, and then um We'll talk the Rocket Mortgage. Tony Finau wins again. We'll talk live. It was a live week. Live week. Tim's fired up. Uh, then we're going to get into, you know, it's the doldrums kind of of the year. I know the FedEx Cup is coming, but after a major season, it's kind of, yeah. So we're going to predict next year's major winners at the venues. And then we got some listener questions we're going to wrap it up with tonight. So uh, anyway, back to your game. What are, what are we thinking? What are we thinking going forward for the rest of the summer here? You
0: know, it, it's just it's just about showing up. I talked to Jeff a little bit about this. You know, because I'm I was brought in as the travel guy. I will always be the travel guy. I only need to show up on vacation. <laughs> I only need to show up when we play together. Yeah. Everything else, it's practice. So for me, it's it's about the golf experience as a total. Um, one of the listeners, at Sean would probably agree with me. Yeah. It's. It's not necessarily about what you shoot every single time out. It's not about getting the handicap down every time that you're out. It's just about the experience. And it's hard to beat a nice sunny day on the golf course with a couple beers and, and a couple guys that you want to hang out with. So it, it, those new experiences keep me going. Um, we've obviously got a couple big rounds left in us. We've got the, uh, the Landman round that I think we'll probably go into more detail later.
1: Yes, um, Landman coming up here so, this end of the month.
0: Yep, Um, still have a need to get out to Century World this this uh, this year. Cross that off because it's a low hanging fruit. It's right there, and then uh, likely a Sand Valley trip. Oh, Um, so there's there's a lot on the table left to look forward to. Maybe a couple privates here and there. Someone can sneak me out to
1: a Foz
0: Spring Hill. We may
1: get get chance Spring Hill. Yeah. Word, yeah. and, and not to mention word on the street is the other, another golf podcast in town may want a little match as as the break 80 podcast has been alerted to
0: if uh, if they want some heat get into this get into this 90 kitchen it's heated <laughs> um, up it's way high
1: no so <laughs> I, the podcast is uh, miller and drixie i believe and they, uh, somebody said it to me they're talking about you know competing podcasts which is kind of silly we're not competing as podcasts nobody really gives a shit about about that but uh, i do think it'd be fun to get a match going we should do that that'd be awesome so if either of you get this from somebody let's set it up that'd be sick um a, a
0: note note to this podcast though we
1: challenge everyone that we see i mean small do. children women like it, at, like
0: the, at the store anyone he that does. has a golf club
1: you and I are going to take on Emma Carpenter and Jeff still. And oh, yeah. I, I think, unless they, unless they duck us. They could duck us, but I got hype videos after hype videos ready to rock and roll if we ever get that match going. Um, So, yeah, the state of our game, we go into Landman in about three weeks here. So that's going to be good. we got to get our games together. could be windy down in Nebraska. Well, how do you
0: feel about yours? I feel like you just show up and it's, it's you know, <laughs> the same unless it's not.
1: Uh, I don't know. You know, North Oaks is pretty good until – I was even through 15 and then I hit one OB on sixteen. Uh doubled, but then thankfully I eagled 18 to get back to even. That that helps. Uh I don't know. Some days it's kind of a hit and miss. I do I every, I'm pretty much in the same mode this summer as I was the previous 10, where I, I tell myself in April or May I'm gonna practice a lot and then I don't. And then I, you know, I just kind of, whatever, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We're not professional golfers. I, I don't get too stressed out about it. if I play shitty around a yeah, big deal. I don't care. As long as you have a good time, you out know, there, uh, you know, with buddies or whatever, or new people, you know, or whatever, living it up. That's, that's about the best you can hope for.
0: You know, I'm, I'm kind of on board with you now after, uh, going through the absolute close of my golf game and shooting a 90 as a 3.1 handicap. is a bit rough. I think I came out to what, uh, a net after, uh, after 86, after everything was said and done. So uh, still, <laughs> still a rough round out there. So I think I'm on agreement on the handicap system with you. I feel like maybe one out of, I don't know, 10 rounds actually puts me below par with my handicap applied.
1: Yeah, I mean, the bad ones never count. So it's like, whatever. And, and, and so speaking of positive attitudes, here, let's talk about Rocket Mortgage and Tony Finau, because uh, Tony Finau, yeah, shot twenty six under, one going away, which has kind of been his M O. Right when he's been in contention, he kind of fades. And the last last week at the three M, he kind of got it handed to him by Scott Piercy. I mean, to be honest, but he did, but he played well. But this week, he was he was right there, and he put his foot on the gas, and just cruised the victory by what five shots, I believe it was right twenty six under.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was yep. it was not so, it was not a, a closely contentious uh, match there.
1: Yeah, dominating performance and his quote was was awesome loved it he says they say a winner is just a loser that just kept on trying and that's to me that's me to a t how many times did i lose i'm only here as a winner because i chose not to give up and just keep going I, awesome quote i i, I had a hard time believing anybody could root against tony Fino like he seems like the best dude there is
0: well we'll see how this goes because i'm gonna use the same quote on my performance reviews at work <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. And, and see what they say. Uh, but yeah, I I think that everyone in in sports for a long time can agree with that, that exact sentiment. All of us show up each and every day, and again, it goes back to the it, kind of the handicap thing. You want to keep it going down, but I mean, God, I lost yesterday and I won on Friday. So
1: yeah, I, I think we 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 love a game. They play a game for money. That's it can't, it can it can't be beaten. It can only be played. Like you're not, you know, I know the magical number is 54, you know, live to live. Um, but you know, no one, no one's going to shoot that. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, on a PGA, you know, you made 58, 59s, you know, somebody could maybe shoot a little it to be crazy to go lower than that, but no one's going to play the perfect round, but that's, but everybody can strive for it. So, Uh and and no one's gonna win all the time. Tony Fino, I don't know what it is now, but up until last week had won one point one percent of his starts on the PG tour. He made like forty million. He's had a pretty good career. Um so yeah, what where does he go from here? What do you think? I think he's got
0: a stable enough head now that he can continue To put out one to two wins a season I don't think that that's going to be much of an issue For him although I, th- I think he Still deals with some stability issues On the last round I mean he Again Scott Piercy did Hand it to him a little bit but he did go low But he really wasn't in contention until What the 13th hole so A lot of the nerves were off he, he Went from a couple back to a couple In the lead in a, a hurry At TPC yeah. Twin Cities yeah. Um And then here, just such a blowout victory over the first three rounds that, you know, no one was in contention but him.
1: Yeah, I think he's in a zone right now. He, um, in the last two tournaments, 3M and Rocket Mortgage, he has played 144 holes and made four bogeys in 144 holes. At Rocket Mortgage, he hit 66 greens in regulation out of 72. He missed six greens the whole week. And, you know... I think he's really improved his wedge game. I think he's kind of doing that Dustin Johnson, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago kind of model where you really work your wedge game. His wedge game has gotten a lot better than it was uh, because he doesn't try to kill it. Really. He averaged at a rocket mortgage. He averaged three Oh eight off the tee. He was 34th or something like that in the field for driving distance. Yeah. He just kind of, and, and by all accounts, I, I, when they did a, you know, when Bryson was doing the power thing a couple of years ago last year, they did that big survey of all the PGA Tour of who is the lo- really longest player out there. Guess who the players voted as the longest? Oh, yeah, Fino. Fino. Oh, I've, they, I've they seen say, his full
0: swing. It's ridiculous. They
1: said, they said Fino's got 200-mile-an-hour ball speed for days if he swings fully. He's got 40 or 50 yards in the tank, they said, from where he hits yeah. it now. Um, So, you that's, know, I think That's John
0: Smith power right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mr utah the mormons that's that's Uh, the good book which i always which i always find it just crazy to me that they he flew home you know last night or whatever sunday night and it's in utah and they got the whole hawaii theme thing going and he's dancing and you wouldn't even know it's utah Uh, i've been to utah utah uh, has nothing going on other than other than tony Tony fino and national parks
0: no no no, that's that's a beautiful airport if anyone gets a chance to just lay over. Just lay over in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Salt Lake City? It's a
1: it's a gorgeous airport. Um, Very I clean. I did once in Roy, Utah, which is right by Salt Lake City. It's like a suburb. Have one of the best buffalo or bison burgers you've ever had. It was so good. And this is coming off the worst drive maybe in America. When you when you leave like Reno, Carson City and Reno kind of Nevada over there but Lake Tahoe. And you go east to Salt Lake City. It is the worst drive, maybe in America. There is nothing there for hours until you, the Salt Flats are kind of cool, but like nothing. I mean, it's 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 worse than maybe Eastern Montana. Eastern Montana is terrible, also. Yeah,
0: I had to drive through Western Minnesota,
1: and I thought that was. Pretty <laughs> That's funny. also. Uh, but that's like your whole state of Iowa where you grew up, basically. Well, yeah, it's yeah, basically, it's Iowa. basically the same. It's, uh... it's basically the same thing, farm field everywhere. Just in yeah, wind, put, it, in wind put wind. on
0: cruise control and listen to us talk.
1: But anyway, yeah, I mean, Tony Fee has a kind of interesting path because he was high school state champion in Utah. I doubt there was a lot of competition in Utah. You never know. And then he just turned pro, and kind of slowly worked his way up. Obviously, the last you know five to eight years, he's been a big household name, but um i think he's worked as well way- he's a good enough wedge player now obviously i think the putter still wanes from time to time that's his, you know his the worst part of his game so to speak but i think the next step now is compete. i mean he competes in majors he's got a shitload of top 10s he just needs to win one he's like on the he's like on that trajectory of i don't know like who are some of the players that want to make Ricky Fowler? You know, right back when Ricky was good, when he was winning some tour- win some big turn wins tournaments. He wanted players though, um, and I, you know some of those kind of guys who contended contended majors that needs to win one. And then everybody gets off his back. I mean, he's the thing. The thing is, is are people? Do you think people are going to be on his back still after winning the Rocket Mortgage in the uh, three think- M?
0: prestigious fields right he didn't win it against a, a large field of contention uh um, yeah. but in, in the same way it's it's closing the door twice the first, which he hadn't necessarily done before so yeah i think it's it a good off match. his back for a while just because he's
1: won but not necessarily off his back for a year and a half rocket mortgage had a decent field they are de- the, the, the record is a better field than 3m um uh, but yeah i think it's a step for tony fino uh, you know what He's a super talented guy. I think he's up to 13th in the world now. Uh, after that win, I didn't
0: ask for a better, a better winner either, because we saw him at three out. He was out there signing autographs. Uh, yeah, you know, for 45 minutes with with everyone that waited in line, yeah. virtually everyone that that stayed out there for him, and that's been kind of his mo. Family man. Um, you know, Stuart to his fans and just uh, a man of both his community and to golf in general. So yeah, it's think, one of those likable folks, kind of like a Ricky Fowler or like a um, a Rory.
1: Yeah. He's a guy who I think Ron, John Rom said the best. I think John Rom said, if you don't like Tony or 20 feet I'll, something's wrong with you. Cause I just think <laughs> he's a good dude. You know, he'll be, will, will he fit right in and live next year? I don't know. We'll see if he goes there, but before we get to live, we got to talk about something else here. My boy, young Cameron, took second place at the Rocket Mortgage. And he's up to 17th in the world now. My prediction from way back when, maybe the first on the internet, I don't know, other than maybe his dad at Sleepy Hollow, to pick him in the top, have him be in the top 10 by next year sometime, is coming to fruition. He just uh, had his fifth second-place finish of the year, which ties him for the most... Second place finishes in a season in the last 40 years with the likes of Ernie Els, Vijay Singh, and some other random guys, but some big dogs because Cameron Young is the man. He's the man, Tim. He's a fucking stud. He couldn't close the door if it was
0: on, uh, on one of those automatic hinges. There wasn't. A door to cl- <laughs> there wasn't a door to close. I know I know he, he started know. the day of- he's been close. He's been he's been in semi-contention, but most things that he's been in second place, people have won by a little bit of a landslide.
1: He started the door he he started the day of four behind Final and Final shot five under. <laughs> um he's yeah I get what you're saying. And that's, that's part of the deal, right? I think that's like Zalatoris is the same way. Zalatoris' second place. Finishes have really been, he's been there other than the PGA championship. Where he, but even there, he was chasing Mito. I mean, that was just, you know, Mito blew up there. Got him into the playoff, but yeah, I think Cameron Young will will learn how to win because he's a stud. He's a fucking stud. He's going to be in top 10 by next year. How many more
0: tournaments do you think he has to play before he wins?
1: Cameron, yeah. Well, let's see. What do we got? We got the Windham this week. I don't think he's playing. Is he playing this week? I don't think so. Nope. or you would have picked him? And then, hey, I probably would have. And then, and then you got. <laughs> it we'll a second. You got. So you got the FedEx events. You got the Memphis one. He'll play that. Yep. I would assume his points are enough to get him at least in the next one, the BMW. Oh yeah. And probably he he probably gets all the way to Tour Championship. I would assume he's got to be up there. He's seventeenth in the world. And he hits um, the ball
0: long enough for East Lake, so he should do well.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he'll win though this sh- one of those. I could see him winning some fall event somewhere. Like the oh, Zaza, is- the Zozo Classic, or whatever the hell it is, or the Fortnet or something. Yeah, where is the Zozo?
0: I don't even know where it is anymore.
1: I don't know. That's like it's not, I don't know. Tiger's got his event in the fall too. I bet you he plays. But you watch once Cam Young wins one and gets a taste and the floodgates are gonna open. He's gonna win <laughs> again, and then he's gonna to be top ten in the world, and then I'm gonna look like Nostradamus. He's like a it's like a lion or a piranha. I've been watching there. his I've been watching his golf swing in slow motion today. I was I've been working in the screen porch actually I'm sitting and putting the roof on like the ceiling. but I've stopped to watch Cam Young in slow motion because I can't. I've been trying myself, like obviously not on the driving range not on go, but at, during rounds to pause. And then just unleash fury like Cam Young does, but I can't do, man, it's crazy. He gets so much extension. It's, he's, it's crazy how much his extension he gets. I think the big, I think you don't you know get the most extension supposedly from like, you know, getting your arm up there is Sahit Tagala supposedly has like the most. Um, it's uh, it's weird. The difference about how we uh, blow off steam
0: and watch for extension on online videos on the internet. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I, I don't um, I don't I don't necessarily look up Cam Young, but uh, you know he's got a good swing. It's it's uh, yeah yeah you got to love the Hideki Paws
1: He's the man. Um. Okay. So do you have any, any other observations on the Rocket Mortgage? Boring, kind of, because you're gonna you're gonna dig live this big old hole in a second
0: when we switch over, and you're gonna tell me about how bad it was. When it was a two shot swing and well, it was a four shot victory for Fina. There was no fireworks at the end, it was a, a walk on home kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think the Rocket Mortgage has it still had more. I don't know. I obviously Sunday we didn't I, even watch it, we didn't watch the end of it much because we were golfing. Or left, no, there's no, still, and, there's more I mean, interesting. Donald- there's more interesting players in the field. Cam Young, Zalatouris. No, there's, not. there's nobody no, there's interesting in Liv. There's younger players. There's, there's younger nobody guys. interesting in live. What are you interested in? Phil shooting another 76 or whatever he shot? No, no
0: one, no one cares about it. Nobody,
1: 35th. Nobody cares. Hendrick Stenson shot 11-under in an exhibition match. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody the cares. Course, the course is I more care interesting. More. It was playing tougher. If we're going to talk about Scandinavians, I care more that, that Victor Hovland broke the course record at Lofts and links, whatever it's called, and crazy wind, then then Henrik stenson shooting 11 under on a boring golf course that was soft in in an exhibition match with no fans there. It's like you and I going out to play basically. Anyway, let's talk about live then. Live so bedminster. Loved it. First of all, what'd you think of the course? Loved it. The course is getting just roundly trashed on the internet because so first things first. Thank God thank god the pga tour said screw you and we got southern hills as the pga championship and not that tragedy of a golf course okay i'll
0: give you southern hills was a better total course way than...
1: better it, it's not even comparable oh, okay that, all right from bedminster was boring david fair and it was soft dude david Ferry's at one point david Ferry goes no, they're just throwing darts out there. Yeah, you put them on a on a resort course that's soft and really boring. That's what happens when the best when you know some of the best players in the world. I'll say maybe twenty of the best players in the world are 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 there. So, glad yeah. we had in minutes of who's playing now. All right, twenty of the best out of forty eight. Pretty good field. Pretty they, good field. They do have a they have a top like. They have a top heavy field of world ranking guys. Sure. But when you only have 48 players and you're paying on much, you should you should have better. Good god. So because my they're working so, on it, they're working yeah, on it. No, I think we talked about this before we played Northern ji I'm I'm fascinated to see where Liv goes next year because if you look at stuff, they need a TV deal. Like their YouTube watchers, the the most watched one was the first one, which was really boring. They have, they have a way better field at this one than they had at that first one. Way better. It's, it's not <laughs> even comparable. And the viewership is, like, cut in half. Like, no one's watching it. And then you go to the event. No one's there. They're giving the tickets away for a dollar on StubHub, and it's just empty. The the, tea up, the up by the clubhouse had people because they're playing music, and Trump's there, and hooting and hollering. It's like a NASCAR race. It's like a bunch of rednecks go to the golf tournament. But – um but there's they they're gonna have to that you can't. I understand having unlimited money, but you can't sustain a league where nobody's watching and no one cares. Like I don't understand. Like, I understand the whole sports washing and all that too, but like, isn't the whole idea for the Saudis to get a bunch of eyes on this and like make an impact? No one's no one cares. People care about the controversy more than they do the actual golf tournament, in my opinion. I- I would agree with that. Actually, the the
0: controversy has been the biggest spur of, of watchers of of, of views for sure, and I think some of that is starting to wane a little bit. Uh, but I would think that as soon as we start to get a little bit closer gameplay, uh, a couple more big names come in, I think we're going to start to see a little bit more viewership. Um, yeah, yeah. As far as they- as far as the course goes, I will completely agree with you. Uh, the PGA at Southern Hills would have been is a lot better than bedminster was that being said i think that it was a more fun tournament to watch at bedminster versus the donald ross for the rocket mortgage
1: yeah maybe i mean it's what you get another donald ross next week at the uh i know we do i did it's it's pete Dye or donald ross on the pga tour this year um, it feels like so the thing with Liv is they had their best leaderboard by far all their they big did. names even, not even close they had their best leaderboard by far and like I said we we were out playing at North Oak so I, I only watched some of it there was just not they're, they're I yeah they 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 get a lot of hype they hype themselves a ton you know they hype themselves up a ton they tell you how awesome it is and this and that and then no one's there It just when you actually watch it again I, I like some of the things the no commercials great. You know the I, I kind of like the, I kind of like some some parts of the setup. I actually think the team aspect could have legs. That is something where um, like, for instance, you know, let's say let's say Cam Smith gets involved. He goes, and Adam Scott goes, and you have this Australian team because, by the way, the Australian team is terrible right now their their team is horrible. Um, if they go, don't you think? You might draw some fans who don't give a shit about an individual, but they're like, well, let's go, let's pull for Team Australia. And it's like kind of like an Olympic kind of thing. Like, I think that's where they're going. You can tell, like, the Japanese team with the four Japanese guys who are also, they have nobodies. They're waiting for Hideki. So that's what their plan is, I think. And that part intrigues me. Like, that's kind of cool, actually. I like that. That's I don't. Neat. I don't think. I don't think they're here for us necessarily either. I don't think that they're here for
0: the USA. I think no, that they're here a, for the global market. Oh, for more sure. More than that's they are for 100%. us. Hundred um, percent. Which is where we where we might lose sight on things like the graphics, things like the emblems, the team names, um, you know, it, that kind of thing. I think that we might lose sight on that because uh, of of the different countries that are involved, and we got to think about. It's not necessarily YouTube viewership, right? Because certain aspects of, of the world do, doesn't really get access to YouTube. So we might have a lot higher viewership than what we see on on just the YouTube ranking.
1: Well, what's where, where are they going to be? Does a lot of the does a lot of the world have access to Fox Sports if Fox Sports picks it up or somebody?
0: No, it, it. I mean that'd be a local contract, but you know, China's not going to allow YouTube viewership, right? So.
1: Yeah, China might not allow any of them at all unless they get a Chinese team. Ooh, I like that. You know, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Henrik Stenson won. Then he, did the, then he did the dig at the end where he's like, that. I played a like captain today. Oh, boo-hoo, Henrik, you dumbass. What a stupid statement. <laughs> um, Wolf, yeah, Wolf, second place. Wolf was
0: a great comeback. I, I love that. I love to but watch him is, do well.
1: You When you watch it, there's like no excitement. Henrik Stenson made that putt for like $4 million and didn't even care. Like that's, that's the part to me, I think, I find the hardest is there's just zero emotion to any of it ever. They try to manufacture it a lot. There's music playing, you know. It, it, there's so much manufactured stuff. You just can't do that. People see through that. At some point, you have to have a product that's exciting to watch. And I don't know if they need to change how they, you know, I don't know. They've already given these guys so much money. I don't know what you do to make it exciting. I have no idea. Um, But, yeah, Dustin Johnson got third, played well, which we'll talk about picks here in a second. That screwed me. Uh, Carlos Ortiz, Patrick Reed, Paul Casey, Sergio, they've had their best – they're the best leaderboard by far. Um, I picked Bryson. He was a disaster. I should have took yep. Turk Pettit who I ripped, who I ripped on last week's podcast, and then Turk Penet took eighth. I would of won picks and had a commanding lead. Uh, I
0: I mean I took Answer so, and he was right there with Bryson. Yeah, he was so not, than, a, he, not a not great... a
1: he was worse than Bryson. Abraham yeah. Answer was uh Abraham Answer. I'm looking at it right now was 40th place. <laughs> I was gonna bring
0: eight, it up in that detail. eight over, eight over. <laughs> Kevin
1: now, Kevin now was seven over, and then you go up to uh, oh look at Saddam, our guy Saddam was plus seven, oh, and Bryson God. was plus five. Like Bryson tied Pat Perez. Good God, Bryson! All you had to do is play decent. Um, but yeah, like Charles Howell got shut plus four. You would have thought Charles Howell would be fired up for this new thing. Nope, shit the bad. I I, um,
0: I did actually anticipate a lower score out of him
1: yeah I mean, where's Phil? Let's look at Phil. Where's Phil? Phil was plus six. Phil's a train wreck, Just a train wreck. Phil got more money than any of these guys. Phil got like two hundred million. Don't you? And then no, and maybe maybe they paid Phil because he was influential in like getting these guys on board. but doesn't the Saudi prince, whoever the hell is pulling the strings of of a sit there and look at like two hundred fucking million for you to shoot seventy six every tournament? Like, oh yeah, my I'd, God, every little round. i a little
0: worried about my return on investment right there.
1: Yeah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel worried about his life at some point. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think one thing, I, I was listening to another podcast. I can't remember which one it was today, but they were talking about Turk Pettit. So Turk Pettit was the NCA individual champ last year at Greyhawk in Arizona. Um, and Turk Pettit, much like that James Piot who was from Michigan State, who was the USM champion. They might have hit, they might have found a kind of a nice little loophole where they uh they never went to the PGA tour. They went straight from college to live. Mm-hmm. And and Piot supposedly got eight million roughly. Now, so I suppose Pettit got who knows, maybe six or something. Let's say he got six million. He won six hundred and fifty thousand uh this week. And he was pretty crappy the first two. He was way at the bottom. So he's won a million bucks basically. So he's made seven million roughly. And he's probably got, I don't know what their contracts are, maybe two year contracts, whatever they are, two or three. And then he's never been a PGA tour So he can't be banned. He could go right into Q school or whatever and get on the PGA tour if the live thing doesn't work out. Huh. So maybe a good move by good the young move. guys. Maybe, yeah, yeah you, you might make 10 million this year roughly. If he went, if he well, does well, again,
0: it's like the, uh, the old adage, I had a couple of buddies in high school that, um, turned down MLB draft money, four hundred four hundred thousand $400,000, get drafted, go, you know, what, double a ball, try to work your way up. Well, they're not going to take it back if you don't make it. Right. So what's the worst that happens? You come into college a little bit later, you're still eligible to play and you go from there. Dang. Um, but they would have had a little bit more money to play with that. They had to go back to school. So, you know, my adage is just take the money and run on that situation. Cause yeah. Uh, yeah. Support
1: yourself and your dream. We'll see where Liv goes. I don't know. Brooksy Brooksy doesn't look like he's having fun out there, but he's winning brother of the year award <laughs> brother of the brother of the year. Because I guarantee you part of this deal is they gave his brother a bunch of money and he's like, yeah, okay.
0: Well, Brooks, never looks like he's having fun anywhere. Truly I'm sure you anywhere. could put him on a beach on a jet ski, and uh he'd still frown. He'd find a way to frown.
1: He played okay. He's up. There. He's actually up there a little bit, but he looks miserable. But I'm sure, probably that he probably got his brother in there. I'm sure that's part. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, for sure. Part of the deal. His brother's making money because of him. One
0: hundred percent.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's. You know. We'll get into picks here in a second, but we got to we got to uh, recap. Uh, I thought I was in the driver's seat, about to go to eight wins. I had young Cameron, my boy, at the Rocket Mortgage, and I had Bryson at Bedminster on a, on a wet, soft golf course where the farther you hit it should be beneficial. And Bryson shit the bed. You had Max Homa, yep, and Abe Anser, yep, and, and Jeff had will zalatoris and dustin johnson at live and i was looking so good and then will zalatoris made a run and bryson shit the bed and jeff jeff got the win uh zalatoris i don't know roughly around 20th and dustin johnson took sec t second in uh live so he added up with like i don't know let's get an exact number for you here um what did Zalatoris finish at? He finished at T twenty. Yep, exactly. So he had twenty two. I had Cam Young with a second place, of course, T second, and Bryson thirty fourth. He sucks. Um, and then you had no, Max You oh, Don't even have to count it. Max Homa. Yeah, I don't know. You had like sixty sucks. I, I was last. I so yeah, we are really now at. Last. So we are now at seven for me. Five for you, four for Jeff, I believe. Is that what it is? Yep, that's that sounds right. It's tightening up. Right. It's tightening up here. I, hear a, I was a couple weeks away from her just, just ending this thing early, and uh, now she's tightened up. Man, oh, man. So. We got to the lift. Somebody turned this left. Yeah, I, well yeah, we got the fall series we got the whole fall series. It's just like pro golf like the gift that keeps on giving for picks, I guess. That is one thing we haven't really figured out. Like when are we gonna end? When is when is it gonna be when I make this podcast? You know, I have to put in the season. I always gotta keep putting in season one. Like when is season two gonna start? I don't know. No. I, don't
0: know. I think as year? soon as I take as soon as I take the lead again, season two can start.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get to the Zaza or the Zozo or whatever the hell that tournament yeah. is, <laughs> we're gonna. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough goal picking here after the FedEx Cup because I don't even know. Oh, we
0: should we should I think we should do it on Tiger's accident. So every year the Tiger's accident happens. <laughs> that is the rebirth of golf.
1: Yeah, yeah, You just memorialize it. We should yep. do something for the Presidents Cup, like some sort of like uh, I don't know, some sort of picks there. But you know, if I'm running away with it again by then, I don't want to like. I don't want to blow it in the President's <laughs> Cup there. Especially as the international team. We, by the way, did you see today? Eric Van Rooyen is still 10th on the President's Cup roster. I saw that. Roster. Minnesota. So in U of M, he's from South Africa. He, uh, So shout out to Eric. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> and uh, uh, great dude. I like Eric. He has not played well this year. He's had a really rough year. Last year, he had a good year. So he's going to have to really pick it up here. These last, like... I don't even know what his where his FedEx Cup number is, but he might be outside the top one twenty five this year. He uh he needs to get going in whatever events he does coming up because uh, he is right on the bubble. He's number ten. From yeah, that. I mean
0: he had a couple good showings right at the start of the year, and then yeah. he really faded away.
1: He's had an injury. He pulled out of the he pulled out of the open with an injury, so he was hurt. Um, but uh, yeah, great dude, Eric Van Royen. easy guy to root for. Uh, that'd be cool if he got into the President's Cup. Uh, we could maybe get maybe get him on the podcast. I, I know a guy who can maybe hook that up for us. Um, anyway, um, going into the um, Wyndham Championship, North Carolina Greensboro. You might know it as the Greater Greensboro Open. One of the uh, it's like to me it's like a three M event. I don't know, 3M, John Deere. It it, it always gets a little more pub because it's the last event before the FedEx Cup playoffs. People want to improve their position, get their two card. But I this does nothing for me. You? All right, so I
0: got some stats. Brought this up because okay. uh, I know how you love the John Deere Classic. So the winner of the John Deere Classic, do you know what they made? Uh, 1.4. okay you know what the uh the winner of the window makes
1: better make more than the john deere 1.7 1.157 which is complete garbage because one of them one (laughs) of them one of them is an amateur tournament and the other one's got professionals in it
0: all right population total the quad cities what, do you think oh, the quad cities what are the four?
1: Tell me the four cities. What are the four cities that make up the Quad Cities? Holine, Bettendorf, Davenport, and Rock Island. Davenport's the largest, right? Yep. Quad Cities. Oh my God, I've never been to any of these, and I probably never will, I, unless they, unless anybody else gets me on Davenport Country Club, I would go. Um, uh, I can get you on. I'm gonna say the pop the population of those four. One point two million. Nope. Uh, 420,000. That's it? That's it. That's it. I thought it was, I thought it was a right, trick so... question. I was thinking about Minneapolis, St. Paul's. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Maybe Davenport's got a large city limit, something like that.
0: All right. So Greensboro population, where, where, they're, where they're having the window?
1: Uh, 210.
0: Uh, 390,000.
1: There's more people in Greensboro than Minneapolis? Wow. No,
0: three. Well, it's the metro of Minneapolis. Oh, to the metro 3. area. 2.
1: Yeah, the metro yeah. area of Minneapolis is like over a million if you count the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, so, we're looking at a bigger total purse at the JDC. We're looking at a bigger total pop- possible fan population at the JDC. But none of the star power at the JDC. And arguably a more interesting course because it is a Donald Ross, um, but... It, it is a fairly flat piece of property with kind of lacking the turtle back greens. So hmm. it's not the most interesting of Donald Ross courses out there.
1: At, uh, the end, at the end of the day, it's not in Iowa. <laughs> Nor is Norris, Norris
0: JDC. That's over in Silvis, Illinois. Okay, it's right? in Sil- okay, whatever.
1: It's basically Iowa.
0: My point being, we've got a higher dollar value a more interesting arguably course right jdc you know, tpc deer run versus sedge Valley or sedge uh and a higher total purse and no one shows up for one versus the other so it's more the timing than anything else because we're right at the start of the uh the FedEx, fedex Cup, of course
1: and speaking of fedex cup this is the last event for players to get into the field Um, Before we get into Sedgefield, the country club, our guy Callum with another uh, good finish at Rocket Mortgage this week. If you've been listening to the podcast, we were following Callum Taron around 3M because he was part of our um, pro-am group and just a great dude. He got T20th again, shot six under on the last day. He is now up to in the FedEx Cup. Like 118, I think, but that's before some of the guys get, uh, you know, booted out for live. So I think run 110, I think he's pretty secure for his card next year. Yeah, um, very secure, looking yeah. good. So looking pretty good. sweet, pretty sweet for Callum, a uh, friend of the podcast, I guess, so to speak. We're going to get him on. So he said, he'd come on. Um, but uh, he's, um, I, I don't even know if he's playing this week at the Wyndham. I'm sure he is. Trying to try get more FedEx points. Uh, but Sedgefield Country Club Donald Ross we just talked about it briefly when you were you were comparing you were trying to I get it you're trying to you know get your course the John Deere uh some love even though it it was oh yeah if you take out the opposite field events this year it was the weakest field on and tour.
0: All I'm, all I'm saying is, is it, it's just the timing if you put the John Deere in right now as the the lead up to the FedEx Cup, there'd be a lot of people showing up. It's, it's, you know, it's much like dating. It's much like sales. It's all about timing.
1: Speaking of timing, did you see the schedule for next year's out? And the three M is the week after the opening again.
0: I did, I did. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Can't money can't buy happiness, I guess. No, you know, I guess three M.
1: Three needs to sell more Post-it notes. Tony Finau will be there. He comes every year it um, has got it now yeah, yeah. definitely champ okay so sedgefield country club Donald ross pretty kind of boring to me it's an almost course that does nothing for me to watch on tv really
0: it was in in all honesty i did the the whole uh hole by hole
1: flyby and
0: it was uh uninspired oh we got some we got some kids racing around here oh, wow.
1: perfect here we oh. go why oh, yeah, is the towel uh oh, the telesnap Snap coming in down. Sioux falls. Ooh, could lethal. could be a
0: beat down like Finau at the uh, <laughs> at the Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> it doesn't do much. I, I don't know. It's it's not one. Honestly, probably won't watch a ton of it. I'll watch a little bit here and there, but it doesn't do much for me.
0: I mean, the Ross Course itself, it lacks the Turtleback greens. It it's not too narrow, and it's so short. It's seventy one hundred yards approximately, maybe maybe seventy two. And they never lengthen it all the way back. So you're looking at a very short course that lacks a lot of the the typical guards against low scores of a typical Ross. So it's just, it's another blowout. Like the last few courses, whether it's the John Deere, whether it's 3M, whether it's Rocket, this is another one where everyone's going to go 22, 23 under. So it's an absolute, just race to the finish line for under par
1: yeah i think the average uh the average score is about 20 under so it's not so um yeah we're not going to go into the course too much because it's just kind of blah but uh the picks are for the year i got seven i'm in the lead i was running away with it a couple weeks ago tim's got five jeff with the win last week got four so jeff is picking last tim's team was even a bigger disaster than bryson was for me he is (laughs) first he is picking first. Who do you got at the uh, Wyndham? Are you taking Wyndham Clark? No, I'm going to be
0: shaking that ass. <laughs> I'm going to be uh gonna be number one sexiest golfer alive. Because uh, that's see? really all Ooh. I have going for my... What's that? I see. Woo. I know. I know. <laughs> well... I mean, that's all that's going for my game right now. Cause it's certainly not my own game. I can't, I can't be the best golfer. So I might as well be the sexiest golfer. And I'm going, I'm going to the guy that has a scoring average at this course of 66.54. Ridiculously well over the last four years. Um, a guy that's knocked on the door many, many a times. I think he was T2 last year, the year before, um, and just had a phenomenal track record, but going to go with Siwoo Kim.
1: Okay, Siwoo, making a little making a little run this year, back, getting back in there. Well, I am picking second, and, um, you know, if I was going to go off of just history and this golf course, I would take Webb Simpson, but there's no fucking way I'm picking Webb Simpson. No way. <laughs> Webb Simpson has uh, in the last five years has not got worse than seventh in this tournament every single year, but this year actually he's got like one top 10. he has been terrible. And I wouldn't pick him anyway, because he's so boring. Um, And I, you know, the favorites are Shane Lowry, Will Zalatoris, Zalatoris would be the guy you'd want. I think, I, I think could win, but that's too easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win this, this picks all year long by not picking the big dog Sometimes, I mean, I took Cam Young last week, but I, he's my boy. But uh, I'm gonna go with a man who was in contention at Rocket Mortgage on an old Donald Ross, about to play another Donald Ross. That's even maybe easier. About the same, uh, and that, and he's Canadian, Taylor Pendrith. He was right there. At the Rocket Mortgage, T second. His last, he was hurt earlier in the year. His last three events, he's played 13th, 11th, and second. He's trending. Uh, and he's also seventh on tour in birdie average. So we're going to go. I could see your face right now. You're like, wow. I am see going who, to, see yeah. who, not see who, see who, <laughs> who's Taylor this? Penrith, baby. You watch, he's gonna, this is gonna be the week. It's either gonna be he's gonna miss the cut for sure after last week, or he's gonna just keep it rolling. And I'm gonna go with Taylor Penrith, uh, you know. And what's the worst that can happen? If somebody else wins, it gets a little closer before I pull away again at the end of the year. Here, yeah. you know, Jeff, who is not here, sent me the picks. He is gonna take Sanjay Im. To, oh, uh, at uh at Greensboro, I want to say the Greater Greensboro, but it's the Wyndham. Um, a so, very
0: international crew.
1: It's very it feels like a
0: live event. It feels yeah. like a live
1: event. It's a, it's it's just guys vying for Presidents Cup points. Trevor Edelman, are you watching? Are you listening to the podcast, Trevor. We we got some guys for you. No Americans picked this week. How patriotic I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um. Before we get to our questions for the answer, let's let's just you know like I I'm trying to come up with things to talk about because it's that time of year where you're kind of bored with stuff. Let's talk majors next year. Because everybody loves the majors. I wish they'd back, I wish they would back. I don't mind the PJ being in May. It kind of dislo- just like you can't go to some courses. It was kind of nice having it later in the year in August because it gave you one more major to look forward to, though. It, that's um, what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh so here's what we got next year. Well, Masters, right away. Who do you, who who do you pick? I'm writing this down. Jeff's not here. Mm. We can we can get something from him later. Masters. Well, if okay.
0: you're watching on YouTube, things just went dark for me. But yeah, I uh, see that
1: my lights have taken taken over too.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I, I got to pick. I got to pick a ball striker next year. Someone that hasn't won it yet. Someone that has won majors in in the past that I think is poised to, to make a jump towards that career grand slam. I'm going to go Justin Thomas.
1: JT at Augusta. Yeah. Like one of my boys. I like JT, but I think this is the year for finally the prince to become the king and enter the club of career grand slams. Rory's time. He's going to take, he's going to take what happened at St. Andrews. And I think, you know, some people that would break them, that would just totally break people. But Rory, I feel like has had enough up and downs with Augusta before and and other majors and things in his life where he, he seems to handle things in stride. And this is the year next year. Rory at Augusta market down. My guy, I want to be like. I really do, but we're not. He's not quite ready yet. If he wins the Zozo or the Zaza, <laughs> the Zizi Zaza, he Zaza. might be. Ready. Uh, okay, PGA Championship. That one is at Oak Hill, I believe, next year, isn't it, in Rochester, New York? Okay. I okay. think it is up upstate New York. I'm pretty sure. I will look it up quickly, but uh pretty sure it's Oak Hill. Who do you, right. who the, do you, problem, the problem is we still got to figure out what's going on with the Live Boys. That is can true. Can
0: you, you qualify? Can you can you I still get know. open to yeah. an open,
1: right? These could, these, these could be amended next year. These could be amended next year. Because um, my heart and soul wants to stay Dustin Johnson. At the PGA. It's at Oak Hill. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oak Hill, upstate New York, uh, which is a classic track. There's Justin a lot Johnson? of there's a lot
0: of ranch there's a lot of ranch style homes in New York a lot of single stories can't fall down the stairs.
1: Hmm. Dustin Johnson, he's going to take not over the hill. Yeah, what if he just decides to take his money and go fishing, or go you know smoke smoke crack or something, or don't coke do There's whatever. a big difference. There's
0: a big <laughs> difference. Crack and coke. Uh-huh. The 1994 crime bill really, really edged that one out for us, Mike. Big difference
1: between <laughs> um, the two. Yeah, uh,
0: but but he's got Gretzky behind him. I mean, it, the Gretzky family is not going to let him just bow out of uh, greatness just because he took some money. I'm sure it was a, a factor in taking the money, but uh, hmm. if there's a way to qualify, I think I think DJ will be there for the opens.
1: Yeah, if he could claw, I, I suppose if he'll he'll get status for winning other majors. That gives like five-year exemptions if he can. Has he won within in the last five years? Yeah, 2020 a Masters. Yeah. He won the fall <laughs> Masters during COVID. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know, Oak Hill is a classic golf course. Uh, you know, the the funny thing with the PGA is it used to be that major where a bunch of weirdos like Sean McKeel or uh, Rich Beam here at Hazeltine or guys just come out of nowhere. But we're not going to go there. We're going to say... uh Hmm. You know, I want to take Victor Hovland, but he just can't chip. He just can't chip. And it's just like that's where he's okay at the at the Open because he can putt things. We're gonna take Zalatoris. This is the time. This is will Zalatoris's time. Classic golf course ball striker. All right, U.S. Open. L. This is the one that I'm really fired up for next year. Los Angeles Country Club, LACC. Yep. see this one on TV because LACC yep. is uh is one of those ones that I think is really hard to get onto. it's uh it's there there are you can go on there there's photos of it and stuff it's been remodeled and refixed up but it's one of those ones that's kind of uh, nobody knows much about because you never see it on tv or any of those events because they haven't hosted any big events forever so
0: yeah I thought uh, they hosted a women's so- event here recently but they I got a we We did the whole um, Panes Valley Cedar Lodge trip and and met a fantastic couple down there who were members at multiple clubs, but they sent us an email to get on l a c c and we must email them about five, six times before we finally gave up, but God, I felt like we were so close to getting onto that bad boy. It,
1: yeah, what a dream. I, I think it's a really hard get All right. yeah from what I hear yeah um. But I, I've already I'm taking my pick first year because I did I said it last week for some yeah, reason.
0: You already you already told me. I'm taking yeah, Max I Homa.
1: I think he's going to yep. be home turf. He played well. He won the River, he won the Genesis a couple years ago. Riviera, great ball striker. Max Homa, your 2023 U.S. Open champion at LSEC. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm going to take a different ball striker just to be vengeful now because you you didn't bring him up. Well, I guess you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Will for this
1: one. Will Zalatoris. He does seem like he fits the bill um, for sure. He's, he's a interesting guy. I don't even, I don't know. He did make a run at rocket mortgage, but like, I would have thought that Detroit would have been a perfect thing for him too. you know, an old school kind of tight. He didn't do much the first few days. Yep. All right. So we got Zalatoris winning two majors next year so far. <laughs> big year, big year for Zalatoris. Could be, be a big year. Winning back to back majors. All right. Open championship, Hoy Lake, or as you might call it, Royal Liverpool.
0: I, uh, I'm i going to pick someone that, uh, you know, I, I, I picked him for the Scottish and uh, didn't quite show up in the win like I thought he would. Um, And then showed up pretty well at St. Andrews. Uh, But I got to go the other cam, the OG cam, the trash cam.
1: Back to back? What? Cam Smith? Yeah. Back to back opens. Wow. Back to back opens for Cam Smith. Well, let's see. Let's see who's won at, at Royal Liverpool. Oh, Tiger. Didn't hit a bunker the entire tournament, which is just insane. Any other goats win at Royal Liverpool? Oh, huh! look at that. Rory McIlroy. Royal Liverpool over Sergio and Ricky Fowler. Uh, 17 under. Now, I can't pick Rory to win two majors next year, could I? But wouldn't that be poetic if he won the Masters and the Open? Uh, I'm not gonna do that I really 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 want to pick Cam Young a Major but I don't think he's quite ready yet He's gonna get in the top 10 He's gonna win like the Zaza The Zuzu uh, And then uh, and then he'll win next year 2024 is the year of a Cam Young Major We're gonna go With I think it's time I don't like him I mean I don't know him He's a good person probably I don't know I don't like it. He just whines to his caddy all the time And his clothing is just horrible Un- maybe Under Armour gonna <laughs> maybe maybe Under Armour's gonna put him in like some tartan or something next year, but I doubt it. It'll probably be the same hat he's been wearing since 2014. Uh, and this is good. And Spieth is gonna finally, finally win another major. It's the year of redemption. Rory wins Augusta, and Spieth. Oh wins- Rory wins a major for the first time in nine <laughs> years, and Spieth wins for the first time in like I don't know six maybe or It's getting close. To six years, I think. Um, so that's yeah, what we your, got. your
0: picks. Your picks are going to get you the same amount of wins as you got at Bardice last night.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I didn't even get to the money <laughs> rounds. I couldn't get a four. What a, what a, what a, like, what a how stupid is that? How is it possible to roll multiple times four die and not get a four? It doesn't even seem like it could even happen. It's 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 almost like hitting, it's almost like having 12 penalty strokes in a round of golf.
0: It I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. It just
1: seems. <laughs> You just don't
0: know, don't don't want to hear about what good golf looks like. You know, <laughs> grind out there. It
1: just doesn't even seem possible. Okay,
0: I'm I'm sorry that North Oaks chose to put their course on 75 acres of land.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that every time you hit it out of balance, you're like, Why is this not lateral? And I kept saying, Because it's someone's yard, it's not the golf yeah, course's fine. more
0: space, <laughs> it's not my fault. You don't have more money, raise dues. I don't know, <laughs> buy 10 more acres.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um, so we had a few. I think Jeff put on his Instagram some questions. Did you know? Did you know, by the way, 1951?
0: Listen yeah. to my wonderful book about uh, about the Miracle of Marion. It was just a distance penalty.
1: There was no stroke. Oh. It was just distance. You, see, you're try, you want to go back to 1951?
0: Yeah. Ben Hogan had it figured out. Half-stroke putting
1: yeah. and just distance. I'm all about the half-stroke putting. Good God. If I get half-stroke putting, my game would increase. My game would oh. be so much better.
0: I would break 80 every time. Our podcast, if be break 60. half, yeah. Just just distance penalty, half-stroke putting.
1: And after, after playing the vintage clubs in the ballada at Columbia, I'd, be all, about, I'd be all about the ballada ball. The ballada yeah, ball felt enough. so good. just felt pure. It was like just hitting a, a nice, soft. It just was the best-feeling ball ever.
0: Yeah. It okay. just felt like everything was dead center club, or maybe that's just how we were striking them that day.
1: Maybe we were just hitting good in the rain at Columbia. We got a few questions that Jeff posed out on Instagram. We got some people that replied. Uh, One of which is, if you could give one shot back to any player, who would it be and why? So this is like professional golf. Now, uh, I can tell you right now, if it was one shot back to me, it would be the Birchmont from like uh, four or five years ago when I was one up on the 17T with two to play in the championship match. And blasted into the right trees and took a bogey and lost that hole and then took a bogey in eighteen and lost that hole to lose one up. Um, not so much because I wanted to win the title or I wanted to to you know get the more merch in the pro up. I just wanted to, to be the defending champ. So Monday and Tuesday qualifying, I could just be blasted in golf and be the number one seed no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> not to worry, pick pick putts up. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, anyway, so I wish I wish mine was so elegant.
0: Uh, my first tournament out as, as, you know, a high school golfer. Um, this is some of the, the summer rounds through the Iowa PGA second hole off. There's uh OB left in course. OB again, should be a crime. Probably a war <laughs> crime. It should probably be like, I don't know. It should have been addressed at the Geneva convention. I think, uh, but I, I pulled three out of bounds in a row to shoot an 11 on the second hole. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's, that is how I started my competitive career right there.
1: Miller and Drixie, if you're listening, we don't want to, we want to match. We don't want to do anyone with in-course OB. <laughs> there,
0: There's which no is, such thing. Which is I, I, I,
1: I agree. In-course OB sucks. It's stupid.
0: As as I told Mike, as we're sitting down to, to dinner last night after our North Oaks match, I go, you know what? I'm coming out with a, a, a red spray paint can. I'm just going <laughs> to spray paint all of those white sticks. That are just clearly on lateral hazards. Red.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I, well, they do. They do the in course OB like we do at high school meets. Yoga, just so because it keeps kids from getting plucked with golf balls, you know, and hit and whatever. But it is silly. It's like you. They built the golf course, and that's the way it is. If you want to hit it to the other fairway, go for it. The pros do it all the time at Southern Hills. They were hitting it over fans' heads to try to get it at different angles. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Anyway, so he could, we're talking professional golf here. One shot back. Jeff's response, he texted. A <laughs> plus, he would give uh, Tom Watson a nine iron instead of an eight iron at Turnberry. If you remember, he uh, he lost the open in a playoff to Stewart sink. All he had to do was par 18 and you would have had a what was he 59 years old or something like that. A 59 year old Tom Watson as your open champion. He hit an eight iron over the back. I would argue I'd maybe give him the chip back. Maybe not the you know, the approach. I don't know. Nine might put him, I guess, on the green, whatever. But the chip wasn't hard either. He stubbed the chip short and then missed the putt. Um, so there's multiple shots you could give Tom Watson back there, but that was Jeff's pick. How about you?
0: So this is gonna be controversial um because it was one of the most memorable moments in golf and well we wouldn't have that anymore if uh, if i gave tiger woods 17 back at pinehurst in 1999 for the u.s open we wouldn't have the celebratory cheer out of Payne stewart nor would we have the tragic crash shortly after of his plane uh because had tiger taking an extra shot on 17 and birdied instead of bogeyed, there would have been a four man playoff that would have included tiger, Phil and Payne Stewart, uh, for the 1999 U S open. Yeah. And I don't think that there's a way that tiger tiger loses that.
1: one Probably not in a playoff. He's kind of a match play killer back then. Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, hard to say tiger didn't, didn't have a great singles Ryder cup record in match play, which is he- kind of crazy. He didn't, but Payne kind of,
0: kind of faltered there at the end of, of that round as well. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't this immaculate round where he was just absolutely crushing the competition. There was some faltering, and Phil kind of gave it away there at the end too. So it would have been a very interesting playoff had Tiger birdied that seventeenth hole rather than rather than bogey uh, to That's go true. into a, a possible playoff.
1: So yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Um, I have two, I guess. I don't know which one's more larger, uh, Phil Mickelson at Wingfoot, 18 T he's, yep. he's sitting there on the tee box with a one stroke lead, I believe. And a bogey gets him in a playoff par wins it. All he had to do was hit an iron off the tee and he hits driver into like the media tent or whatever into the trees you know this is this is the event where afterwards he did he said i'm such an idiot and you know that's one thing i used to like uh, about phil back in the day a lot was he was was always honest he told you you know um yeah that was stupid what a dumb play i'm an idiot you know i don't i don't really know what's happened to the current rendition of phil well money and gambling problems but anyway uh, we all (laughs) know we all we all have our, our vices you could you could argue his second shot could have also been taken back too because he could have punched it out, you know, to the fairway, got it on the green, two putted for bogey and got into the playoff. Yep. But if you remember, he tried to go for it or whatever and hit a tree, came down, then hit the next one in from like the rough into the bunker and doubled. And Jeff Ogilvie won the uh open at wing foot. My other one, which should have been e- even easier, like this was a lock, just a lock. John vandevelde John <laughs> Vanderveld John Vanderveld at Carnoustie what was that? 99 Carnoustie is that what it was John vandevelde needed what a double bogey to win the open championship I think did he take a seven on that hole I think he tripled
0: that's down in the water right
1: yeah he yep. he needed like a double bogey to win he first of all there's multiple times that you could take in shots back for him. He hit driver off the tee. He could yep. have hit seven iron, seven iron to the next island thing, and like seven iron again and still won. But he got away with it. He hit a drive in play. The next shot is the one I would give him then and just say, Jean, just blast this fucker into the stands. There's free relief right there. Now, I know, you know, I've listened, I've, I've watched it a bunch and listened to him, and he was talking about how the relief wasn't a great shot, but. At the end of the day, all you need to do is make a double bogey, just hit it into the stands, and take your drop, free drop. You're hitting three from over the green, get it on the green, and three putt to win the Open Championship. But he didn't. He uh, like when I mean, and when I say blasted into the stands, I mean like way in the stands. He did hit it up there with like a four iron. And it hit it hit the very front of the bleachers, and um, it ricocheted back into the water, then he's down in the water, trying to play it. Then he takes his drop back in the fescue and, and he ends up triple bogeying, I think, and got in a playoff, made a big putt to actually get in the playoff. Like Made a good like six or eight footer to enforce a playoff. But I think it's kind of like we were caddying for the, at the 3M for Frankie and Brock Nelson. They were <laughs> kind of arguing about Frankie had a point where Brock hit like 100 yards over the over the the bleachers there and got the drop right in front of the green. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that same thing for uh, yep. Vandeville. Blast it up in the stands, take your drop, and you are the open championship, and your life is just completely changed. Now, part of me says, I'm glad he didn't because it's one of the greatest stories ever. You know, everybody thinks about it, but I did meet him once at the 3M for the senior tour. Kind of a cool guy. Uh, anyway, so that's mine. I don't know. How about uh how about some of the Norman meltdowns? Oh my god. There's so many.
0: Oh, oh I There's know. So you take you take maybe one stroke back from Norman in any one of his losses. Yeah. Just to level him out a little bit. And you've got I mean, he, he's up there with, with Arnold Palmer almost.
1: Yeah. I mean he was he was super dominant in the he won a crap load of normal events in the eighties, you know, he was in early nineties. He was a stud. Just couldn't he won the open twice. But everybody remembers the Gusta basically. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, the other question we got is continue the discussion on the worst tee shot in Minnesota. I have one and I'm steadfast. <laughs> um you go ahead. You you you, th- you got anything? I have one that I'm steadfast on, and I will oh, not change my
0: mind. Yours is way too nice of a course, Mike. You don't even know what narrow looks like. And it's <laughs> not it's not North Oaks, even though even though it is with all OB. There's no OB at this course that I know of. I didn't find any. Um, but there's a, there's a course called, what, Zumbra Valley, down by Zumbrota Heights. yeah. And uh, the front nine is the classically designed 1950s, 60s style, completely tree-lined, just, oh, my God, burn it with fire. Uh, it, it'd be the only time that you wouldn't pursue an arsonist for what he did. You know the police would leave him alone for the the peace he would bring to this golf course. But I'm not I'm not advocating crime or violence or fire, um, unless maybe it's a tree or two there. But uh, it is maybe 30 yards wide from tree line to complete tree line, and they are giant giant pine trees. Uh, and that is the totality of the entire front nine. Um, there's a couple in particular, one and two are pretty much dead straights where you can't even play a ball flight because the trees are so tall that you can't work a fade or a draw. So you just have to hit it dead straight down the center if you want to hit driver. And the one is 410 yards. So it's not like you can really lay off and just hit an iron straight. Um, Just two, two ridiculous holes. But the back nine completely different, open, wonderful, um, more of a Heathland design uh, in in the spirit that you, you would even like
1: All right, let me try, so I got to cut well we'll go back to my one that's the worst but there's a few there's a little nine hole course in Erskine Minnesota up by my hometown that uh, it's it, I used to play in the scrambles there and they had this one hole hole one where you could cut it over the woods with the driver from the old tee box but there was a nursing home right there so they got sick of people hitting it like into the nursing home or something. So they moved the t- they moved the tee box right next to the clubhouse, farther back and left. So literally, that we went there for a tournament once, like a scramble or some shit. And on your practice swing, you're hitting the clubhouse. It's like right there. So the only way to, the, the the only way to not like hit it like with like a seven iron, like two hundred some yards out in a par four, was to try to hit this massive snap duck hook around this dog leg. It was the worst thing ever, but I'm going to go with my steadfast hole number 15 at the Lynx at North Fork. And this is coming from a fan of the Lynx at North Fork. I like Lynx at North Fork. I play there all the time. It's fun. Uh It gives you, depending on the wind, it gets, it's, a, it's a very different golf course from day to day. But if you're going to call yourself Lynx, your logo is a guy in a kilt with a bagpipe you know, and you do all this advertising as a Lynx course and blah, blah, blah. You cannot have a hole where you have to hit an iron or whatever you hit 200 yards to get past the dogleg with trees. That is not Lynx golf. There's no real Lynx golf that I know of that has a dogleg of trees that you have to get by. <laughs> so you could be in the <laughs> middle, you could be in the middle of the fairway on this stupid fucking hole and be completely blocked out by trees on a Lynx golf course from the middle of the fairway. It is stupid. I don't know why they did it that way. If it's property lines or whatever, somebody should go there with a chainsaw and cut down the entire left side, and actually make it a feasible golf hole. Uh, Break
0: uh, Break Eighty podcast doesn't advocate for uh, for criminal
1: activity. No, or, we do not. Uh, we do not. Or do arson not. or chainsaw. We are just kidding about that. Anyway,
0: Unless, uh...
1: you go no. to North Oaks and you paint a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, so,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah so that, go- yeah, but still, go paint, go paint the white stakes at North Oaks red. That's I like
1: the, I liked the listener segment. We should do more of that. Anyway, coming up here the next few weeks. So what we got on tap is we have a few. Uh, uh, Tim, we got a match this week, so hopefully in our Twins Cities match play, we'll talk about that. We we need to win, otherwise we're out. Um, in three weeks we're going to Landman, which is in um Homer, Nebraska, right? Yep. Between yep. Sioux Falls and uh, Omaha. And Our, think-
0: hour and twenty-three from where I am right now. And uh gonna bring the guys down. We're gonna play Grand Falls, which I've talked a little bit about on this podcast. So we'll get some feedback on a yep. purely
1: treeless course. There we go. I love it. I was uh I was talking to the landman people today, uh, and we're we're good to go on the twenty-third. We'll uh we'll be doing a bunch of content. If you don't know, um landman is 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 a brand new golf course that's like just opening. We'll we'll be there like maybe even before they have tea temps to the public i don't even know but um it's king collins the guy that did uh you know i guess didn't start sweeten's cove but i think he basically took it over and renovated it and fixed it up and all that which is a cult classic uh sweeten's cove and he's he's got this uh tract of land i think from the fa- the family right a farm that looks just epic if you go on instagram and you follow oh. landman uh, golf course You'll see some sweet looking photos and uh video and we're going to be out there. I'm fired up. It's it's somewhere between like a
0: wild horse and uh Aaron Hills. Yeah. It's kind of the way that I'm looking at it.
1: You know what I'm fired up about it is, is I think, you know, everybody knows all the Wisconsin golf courses, you know, there's a bunch of them and then you don't, I mean, obviously every state's got their little, their little thing, you know, North Dakota has got bully pulpit and Hawk tree way out there, but that's a good seven, eight hours in the twin cities. Yep. Um, you know this is maybe outside of Wisconsin then like Sand Valley and Aaron Hill. This is probably the next closest, you know, big golf course kind of release of a you know a really potentially sweet, sweet golf course that's within five hour drive.
0: Yeah. Um yeah other I mean other than you know Corey.
1: You know Arizona. going up north. Yeah going up north I guess the classic Minnesota ones up there. But like you know if you're on your way to Omaha or something you go in Omaha you could play some really good golf at land man it looks awesome. So I'm um, we're fired up for that. Um, yeah. So make sure you follow our, uh, I guess we started a break 80 podcast Instagram, but you know, Tim, what's your Instagram handle?
0: Uh, mine's, uh, Timothy O'Corlette. really original.
1: Yeah. Mine, uh, is short-sighted golf and, uh, Jeff is break 80 golf. So follow those. And, uh, within a few weeks here, three weeks or so, we're going to be posting all kinds of stuff from Landman, which is going to be awesome. So, uh, make sure you, if you, if you like the podcast, subscribe, leave a review, um, you know, like follow and all that stuff on all the social medias and we'll keep doing the best we can to get you, to get you something out there every week. Tim, have a good time in Sioux Falls. Looks exciting there where you're at now. Yeah, no,
0: it's, uh, I'll have some time tomorrow after work. going to go try to find a, a course I haven't played here, but again, if you get a chance to be in the Sioux Falls area, uh, big shout out to Grand Falls Casino and Resort. A great golf course, a Reese, Reese Jones design, um, and then Prairie Greens. Did get the name right? Prairie Greens. It's a local muni here in Sioux Falls. Has uh, Keller vibes, so very, very good tract of land, especially on the back. Um, great, great green quality. The only negative, it's it's real firm and fast out here. So my uh, my three iron was going about two fifty last time I was out here, and we'll see if I can bring it back tomorrow.
1: Perfect. All right, listeners, that's another another week for the podcast. Keep it real.
0: Maybe today's the day I break 80. Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading. No OB and no
1: bogeys. I got to keep it on
0: the 80 as the gold Would you hit it on one, straight up the gut, baby. Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings. Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy. So punch out the rough and tune to break eighty.
1: Break eighty. Break eighty. Look have this shot. It was amazing. Break eighty. This guy's break eighty. Break eighty.